0: everybody and welcome to an all new episode of the chat that's right we're back with the wednesday show and we have a lot to discuss even more than we did sunday but before we dive into all of our hot topics let's check in on our co-host alan how are you i'm fine glad to hear it thanks for being here tigs what about yourself my dear
1: I'm I'm doing good. You know, just
0: did three hours of homework and it, it beat my ass. I'm here. Okay, Andrea Zuckerman, period. <sighs> well, let's dive into the hottest of topics. And that is that the Writers Guild of America Strike has officially come to an end after a deal was accepted by the guild's mm-hmm. lawyers and board from the American Motion. Television pictures, the actors, Academy. You write a script, I write a script, whatever it's called. Um, so, so word anyway, Soul
1: it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I yes, love. there is a contract. I've read it. It is fantastic. They have even included uh, daytime serials, which go the route that Days of Our Lives went by going to streaming on Peacock. They've got everything in there. So, Alan. Almost 150 days, and this strike is over. What are your thoughts, Alan?
2: It's great. It's over now. I'm less excited about Kirsten Dan being back at General Hospital because they are back. to be back on their meandering bullshit, but it is great. As, even if they got the deal, and they got pressures against AI. They have writers and minimums now, except if a writer either just once right alone. It's only one rider hired like Mike White or Taylor Sheridan at Yellowstone. But yeah, and, and residuals for the streamers. If 20% of a uh, streamers subscriber base watches the show, they get bonuses. So that's great.
0: It really, really is. Um and thank you for the little breakdown to our listeners. Um because what I liked most about the deal was the expansion of writer's rooms and i liked how they based it off of episodes you know they kind of started with like six episodes and then eventually made their way to like 13 plus um and i think that's my favorite part of the deal because it's just you know for so long with these streamers only putting out like eight or 13 episodes or 10 episodes or whatever they really close down the writer's room. I mean, not everybody has a writer's room as expansive as like a show, let's say, and just like that. And just like that, the Sex and the City reboot has a lot of writers on the team, but not every show is as fortunate as that. And so the fact that they're like, no, we are going to expand it. We're going to base it off of episode counts and negotiations with the Guild and with networks and streaming platforms. I love that. Um, and I think that is a huge win for creativity all around. Uh, Tix, let's go to you. What are your thoughts on the writer strike coming to an end?
1: About goddamn time. I don't know why these studios really thought they were going to do to get-you-got-you. Gotcha. No. Y'all thought y'all were going to try to pump these writers and starve them and damn near have them destitute. And it didn't work. Like, just like it didn't work 15 years ago. And it's not ever going to work. So I'm just so happy that they finally got their heads out of their asses and they came to a decent deal. I'm sure the writers didn't get everything they wanted, but from the looks of it, they got about 75, 80 percent. So, hey. And, you know, the studios realized, you know what? All the money we wasted that we didn't bled out over the last 146 days, we could just pay these motherfuckers. So, you know, bye bye of y'all. Fuck y'all. Pay up. Get them people back to work. Now let's work on these damn
0: actors. (laughs) I am very,
1: very happy about this. And hopefully, you know, we can see some changes with our soaps. I know some people on Twitter, well, I don't think that will be right. If Chris and Dan, and I don't give a fuck because G.H. was shitty before the strike when they were still there. I don't give a damn about none of that. Chris and Dan have had the last what five years to prove themselves. They're mediocre. I didn't think we can get worse than Gene and Shelley. Yet here we are. They gotta go. Bye.
0: Like At least Sabrina to go. Okay. At least Gene and Shelley understood. Because they came from the school of breakdown writing, so at least they understood how to not make their plots last two and a half years at a yeah, time. Yeah,
1: you could just clearly tell Chris and Dan, they don't know what the fuck they do. doing. Exactly. They don't know what they're Um, Frank gave them a chance. They've had the last few years. They got better after the COVID break. But then after that COVID break, they got back into that slump again where they're just running on fumes hmm. No, go ahead and take this experience and take this new lease from the the writer strike ending. Take your asses on somewhere else. Maybe y'all can write for some little series on
0: Hulu or stars or some shit. Get
1: the fuck away from my general house.
0: No, I want them to be stuck writing lifetime movies of the week. Because... Oh, 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 well,
1: they can do that too.
0: Hey, hey! I don't want them writing hey, they, anything. Yeah, they can
1: take their ass to uh, the American Family Channel with Candace Cameron Bure and write some of that <laughs> bullshit. Do that. Just leave poor Charles. Go, or go ahead. Just be demoted
2: take to that. breakdown writers. No, take I don't want them, them doing that
1: shit. They can break them down all right. Clean the floors of the studio.
0: Shit. Take down some sets. <laughs> scrub off some spray tape. paint.
1: Oh. Michael Wayne, Steve Kent, fuck all that. Josh's contract about to be up, bent up, whatever. Get rid of that motherfucker. Quit being cheap. Get y'all writer's room back. Cause it's becoming painfully obvious that he's the only motherfucker with a couple of ghost writers on
0: his neck writing that show. And it's painfully obvious. Ugh. And uh, for fans wondering, fans who may not know, because there's been a lot of questions about this. Yes, the days of our lives writing staff is returning to work. However, we will not see strike material that is possibly written by Sherry Anderson until next winter. So stay tuned, days fans, because we'll see a few months of Um, that too. Um, Yeah, y'all,
1: we got six months ahead. We probably won't. I say we'll see Sherry shit around Thanksgiving, and that's still two months away. And we won't be seeing none of shit. We'll shit we'll it around Easter.
0: We'll be seeing it around January because Ron revealed that he had the show written until Christmas Day.
1: And I the and Saturday. I hope Sherry did something with that because
0: what the fuck's on well, my screen
2: right now? right. Probably Adam Lars is involved in the scab writing, so I don't have high hopes for it. Yeah. Don't and see I see that for us
1: is that Sherry Anderson knows the show, she loves the show, so at least it ain't. You know, ignoramus finger bopper writing. We know who the fuck Sherry Anderson is. You know, with Albert Alar, I mean, uh, yeah. So we won't be able to see an Albert Alar free days for the next six months. Wonderful.
0: Seven months. <laughs> oh, just wonderful. Um, but yes, very happy for all the writers. Um, love seeing Michelle Valjean out there having her moment on Twitter. Um, same with Tracy Kelly. Um, So to all the writers, congratulations. And let's do the actors next so we can get back to television. (laughs) (sighs) Well, let's head over to Genoa City to discuss The Young and the Restless, because there's a lot. Happening on R right now. Victor Newman is back in the CEO seat at Newman Enterprises with his portrait. Phyllis has agreed to hack Billy's bank account and drain his funds to give to Tucker. Um, and she will get $2.2 million of that as well. And Mamie is back. Mamie is back and has been revealed to be the private investor in Chancellor Winters, taking over Victor's private shares of the company. But she doesn't want this revealed to Lily and Devon, who are already hot on the trail, and she has asked Nate to keep it a secret as well. Uh, Mamie also remembered her tumultuous past today with Jill through some great flashbacks. So, Alan, without further ado, what do you think of everything going down on Y&R?
2: Well, it's nice to see Mamie back. And I assume we have Victor back in the CEO position because... Eric Brayden is in his twilight years. So I want viewers to have that comfort of seeing that portrait up and him, having him in charge of the human enterprises. So that's, I guess that's good. But otherwise, not in love with the show. As I've been calling on Twitter in my column, LinkedIn the series, just people swapping job titles. And that's not exciting to watch because that's not an actual business title. Just people, musical chairs. Oh, I'm going to go from list job to list job. Wait too much, so another job. That's boring.
0: And what did you think of Phyllis and Tucker's scheme with Billy's funds?
2: Why is Phyllis on this fucking show? I don't get the point of her. Ever since Michelle Stafford assumed a role back in 2019, resumed resumed it, it's just been pointless saying after pointless saying. Now when she's so called over or Diana session, now she's stealing from her ex Fuck off. I don't I don't get why she's still here. They get honestly just said throws off a loony bin for a few years and be
0: done with it. And I just don't understand why she is doing this. Like I feel like this would have made once again, this is Josh twisting his own plot. To me, this would have made sense if Tucker was going after Jack, because Nobody really cared that Billy was secretly on Jack and Diane's side and duping Tucker and Ashley. Like, to me, that wasn't a big enough of a plot on the show to warrant Tucker getting revenge on Billy. But him wanting to get revenge on Jack and blaming Jack for he and Ashley ending the way they did would have made more sense out of a very non-making-sense story. Like, And Phyllis... Like Jack is pissing Phyllis off every day because she's like, Oh, I work so hard for his forgiveness. So like, why aren't they going after Jack? Them going after Billy reeks of Josh saying to himself, I have nothing to do with Jason Thompson and I need to meet his guarantee of three episodes a week. How can I get him on the screen? It's ridiculous. Um, Mamie was a welcome treat today. The flashbacks with her and Jill were amazing. But I constantly keep asking myself, why is Jess Walton not on these sets and instead on these fucking Zoom calls? Because I better not see her on any more Zoom calls for the rest of the year. She needs to be on set for these stories. Um, and like old girl seems to be ready because she's posting glamorous headshots all over Facebook all the time. And she's posting these Y&R flashback posts all the time tells me she probably wants to be on set um I like Victor back in the CEO see Alan I totally agree with you I think it is them saying he's 82 he's still very healthy and strong he memorizes lines he can still act because honestly I think Eric Braden has been one of the best actors in daytime the past year um so I, I'm okay with the story, but can they just stop swapping jobs? It's a little bit of a headache. Um, but like you, Alan, I'm not in love with the show. I'm in like with the show. Um, we'll see. Tiggs, what about you? What do you think of the state of the Young and the Restless? <sighs>
1: um, yeah. Uh, the whole Mamie thing is cute. Um, I just hope when the truth comes out, and Devon and Lily are ready to jump down Nate's throat. I hope Mamie gets in a ass and defends him. Because you, well, Lily may not really say nothing, but you know Devon gonna be chomping at the fucking bit. And I hope she checks his motherfucking ass. Cause Mamie should tell him, little boy, I don't know nothing about you. Neil and Drusilla love you, I don't know. So you ain't gonna be talking to me crazy. (laughs) So, you know, that's cute. Y'all know I love me some Eric Brayden and Victor Newman. But yes, he is 82. And it's not 1997 anymore. I'm not saying move Victor and fade him off into the background, but we got to come up with some contingency plan people because God forbid something happens to Eric in the next five, ten years. They're going to be up shit creek without a path. He can't be the lead of this show anymore. It just is what the fuck it is. Him and Peter Burrow. I'm sorry, but it's time. It's time. They need to start slowly getting Victor into that Victor Kitiakis, Stefano type patriarchy. Where, he, you know, yeah, he does his power plays here and there, but he mostly just be talking shit and being mean to people. It's it's getting to that point. It's time. Bo needs to go ahead and do that with Eric, too. It's time. Um. I don't mind this latest little takeover, but once things get situated, Victor can't take over that damn company at 90 years old. It's ridiculous. It's just as ridiculous as Nikki being over there in Newman Media when she needs to be at the goddamn ranch planning social events and trying not to fucking drink a bottle of vodka. Like that, because that's the problem with Wyanar. They, they don't want to evolve these characters. They still write Nicholas and Victoria like they're 30. They don't write Jack like he's 70. They like Jack like he's about 55. They write Victor like he's 70. 65. They write Nikki like she's 50. It's like these characters need to evolve. They can still be themselves, but they need to move on. You can't keep them in the same position for 30 years. It just, it just can't work that way. I'm not saying fade any of them off into the background, but there's a place for all of these characters on this canvas, but it needs to be not what it was back in 2004. It can't be that anymore. It shouldn't be that anymore.
0: They well, need to
1: solve all these characters.
0: Like, they really need to go back to, because nobody will ever write like Bill Bell ever again. Of course not. But they really need to go back To the roots of his understanding, you know, Bill Bell always had all the members of the family on canvas, but they all played a very specific part like the show wasn't going to be about Liz Foster, it was going to be about Jill Foster, but Liz still had storylines that were like age appropriate for her. Meanwhile, Jill was like the lead of the show and got all of the juicier material that drove fans to their television screens five days a week. And I really think Y&R is missing that element. It's like, where are all of the generational aspects of the show? Because if you look around, generations have been wiped out. Reed is not on canvas. Lily's twins are not on canvas. Mariah and Tessa are not showing anymore. Uh, Hardly. Noah is not on canvas. Allie is not on canvas. I love my veterans. And the young and the restless is still very lucky to be a show where 90% of its cast is its major veteran players. We've been watching for 25 to 40 years, but it's got to evolve. It's got to keep going. Like, the show can't always be about people who are 75 years old. It's just, we, we have to move on. Um, Alan, when it comes to the character of Phyllis, you had mentioned the Looney bin, um, which I think they should have definitely done. And you've mentioned discontent with Phyllis still on screen. um, is there any other character on the canvas that you feel as though you ask yourself daily, "Why are they here? What do they contribute to the show?"
2: Tucker, because his ass is not going to be there. Trevor St. John is phoning it in, like, like he didn't want to live towards like the last few years, and I, his shtick is playing asshole, and they don't need Tucker. We can spend this money on a new Noah. Or get Rory Gibson back and actually write for him as Noah. Or get a new Reed. Bring back like, Lily's twins. Now that Crystal Kalia is like 35 now. So she can realistically play a mother to someone that's like 20. They can just scale down to ages a little bit for Charlie and Maddie. I
1: totally agree. The kids better not come back 27 years old. <laughs> no no they, they 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 need to be 18 19 frozen in place that was so ridiculous that they gave her them grown-ass children for nothing they didn't even do shit with them.
0: i would even be okay if they were 21 I, but like cap it at that because any older would look ridiculous but you know yeah like we've got this new uh um, Character played by Haley Aaron coming on. And I think the show desperately needs men in Haley Aaron's age range. Like, I think to me, that is number one priority. If they want to look at who needs to come on YNR next, it needs to be men in their 20s. Like, bring back Lily's son, um, bring back Noah. Like, we desperately need men in their 20s because I think the canvas has enough women. It's just anytime they cast a man, he's 55 plus. And I like Robert Newman. Trevor St. John's okay, but I'm tired. (laughs) Like, uh, no more men on my screen who need to worry if they're going to pull a muscle when they get out of bed. I'm sorry. I'm just going to be real. Yeah, it's like,
1: and because at the end of the day, the only two old motherfuckers with prostates we care about are Jack and Vic. We don't give a damn about nobody else. No other man over 50 collecting the AARP but those two. Exactly. Uh, un- unless they find a way to salvage Phyllis and give her a love interest. But other than that, no.
0: Well, I haven't really minded her in scenes with Trevor St. John. I feel as though she's a little more grounded. But then I agree with Alan. What's the point of Tucker? Like, what are we See, doing? There's, no, there's no point,
1: Tucker. None. Yeah. Like, Trevor St. John, he started okay at first, but like Alan said, he's just gotten, you know, middle of the road. And, you know, his best thing was his chemistry with Eileen Davidson, but, you know, him and Ashley ain't really together right now. And Eileen don't want to keep doing this shit, you know, like she's been doing it, especially with the shitty storytelling. tell. See, could that be the thing? Eileen don't mind working just give her a good story. It was almost the same thing with Mal Young. I know it was probably a little bit deeper than that, allegedly. But it's like, give her a good story. Y'all keep bringing Eileen back for this bullshit. That's, you see, she jumps at the chance to go back to days because it's something fun. As long as they got the cash, she did.
0: Well, and she literally, like, revealed on Maurice Bernard's podcast, she was like, they asked me to come back for the 50th. I said, fine. So she gave them a year. And it's like, mm, this is all they did with her. Yay.
2: He doesn't um, know when, whenever Josh Griffith gets fired or resigns, Trevor St. John is probably going to be one of the first people fired because anyone who's looking at this canvas is going to go look at him and be like, easy fire.
0: And I would not mind because he costs too damn much for them to be doing all the bullshit with. And that's how I feel about a lot of people, because honestly, if I went to the Young and the Restless right now, my first two casting exits I would announce, sorry to tell y'all, would be Courtney Hope and Trevor St. John. And then I'd be looking at you, Michelle Stafford. (laughs) Um, But, Hicks, let's go to you. Before we switch over to another self, Laura Lee Bell also revealed on Instagram that Trisha Cast is back. So what do you think of Nina coming home again?
1: About motherfucking time, I don't see why it took six motherfucking months and she better have some damn scenes with Chance. It was so stupid when she came back for the 50th and her and Connor Floyd didn't share scenes together like, it was weird. It was stupid. But I loved her dragging Abby, but I'm just like, and I don't want her coming back on some bullshit where she just back to like be a cheerleader for cricket and Danny and get all up in Sharon's face because Sharon is fucking her son. They pulled that bullshit with Lauren and Scott. Well all Lauren existed to do was just be a bitch to Sharon. Same thing with Sharon was with Dylan. All Paul existed to do was be an asshole to Sharon, even though he had just met Dylan and had known Sharon since she was a teenager in high school. They bring these people back just to yell at Sharon for fucking their sons. Trisha Cass deserves better than that. So let's see what they're going to have her doing. That's probably what they're going to have her doing.
0: She better have something to say about her son giving up his birthright of a home to his whore of a wife.
1: Yeah, I don't see how. Ain't no way in hell Jill or Nina would have let Chance pour that shit. And that's the thing with Chance. Like, why write him as this little goofy, ookie-bookie cop who don't give two fucks about his birthright? It's a slap in the face. It is a slap in the face. I've never liked Chance being a cop. I've never liked him wanting to denounce himself and all that. I've been praying for some purpose, something to... Shoot his motherfucking ass in the ankles or in the in the knee so he can't be a cop no fucking more cause I'm so sick of it. We all know cops do not fare well on the young and arrests. And cops should be just be peripheral characters. And god damn it, Nina Webster's child ain't no peripheral character. She already got a cop's son. I didn't mind him wrong. But chance, ugh, no. And yeah, let him go. Them,
2: them, you just cast him sort of soap bet to play a cop who pops in occasionally when needed.
1: Exactly, Frank Capala
0: is right there. Yeah, go get Frank Capala. He yeah. could even he could even date Tracy. There you go, um, Alan. What are your thoughts on Trisha Cass?
2: Well, hopefully she gets placed of chance, but who knows? Going, knowing Josh, since it's just him just shoving French fries up his nose, right writing it all alone. Well, now he has the script regular script writers back, but no breakdown writers. So.
0: Uh,
2: I missed it. He needs to fucking go.
0: Well, at least it'll only take six weeks for us to see script writers back. So that makes me happy. Um, yeah, I I do wonder, though. If they are setting up for just a small tribute episode to Gene Cooper, because I did tweet out. I was like, it's really bothered me that. This whole month of September's gone by and no mention of the decade anniversary of Catherine's passing. But then I'm like, okay, Mamie's back, so and remembering her history with Jill, so I assume Jess Walton will pop up on set. And then Trisha Cass is back, Michael Damien's back. Like maybe they are planning just a little something to remember Catherine, which I hope. Um because they've remembered everybody else. Um you know, dedicating sets left and right to people. And I'm like, okay, well, what about the woman who Bill Bell hired to save the show in the first place? Six months in. Um, so fingers I, crossed. Get I, that. I,
1: because of the strike, I will give them a little bit of leeway. A little bit. Because for years they invoked Catherine's name. Like it was some saving grace. And it was. So if they are going to do something, do it right it writes itself so hopefully now that josh has some script writers and hopefully some breakdown writers cbs they can do something you know maybe october november that's fine so look i'm trying to be nice here Shit.
2: <laughs>
0: oh god well Let's head over to Days of Our Lives Um, because there's. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) There's some stuff, just a few things going on over there. Um, Alan, let's start with you, my dear. And the sigh wasn't meant for you, it was meant for the story we have to discuss. Alex is Victor's son. Alan, what do you think?
2: Hopefully, if they have to give Victor a retcon son, this is an old misdirect, it's going to turn out to be really Xander, which is also not great, but preferable. But Alex just doesn't work as a the character. They've really tried to make hard to, tried hard to make him happen. He's not happening. And Rob set Wilson should just be let go. He's not going to play bad anymore. I'm sorry. I've always liked Rob Set Wilson, ever since his All my children days, when I was getting blowjobs. Well, teaching Colby about computers. But, yeah, I have no use for Alex, so this sucks.
1: And that's what it feels like. Like, it honestly
0: feels like they're just trying to throw anything at the character now. Oh, he's Victor's son. Oh, he doesn't like Maggie. Oh, he likes Maggie. Oh, he... Wears glasses and goofy underwear. Oh, he's with this person. Oh, he's still sexually harassing Stephanie, but now she finds it attractive. Oh, yay. And it's like, somebody pulled up a clip. (laughs) This was so hilarious. Somebody pulled up a scene between Jane Elliott and uh, John Aniston, and Victor's like, yeah, I know that baby is Justin's. So, like, can we not do this? Can we just fast forward this shit and move it the frick along? Um, Tiggs, what about you? What do you think of Alex being Victor's son?
1: It's so fucking stupid. I know that, you know, yeah, um, yeah. Victor and, and, you know, Angelica messed around around the time Alex was conceived. But I'm like, ah. If we have to do a, a, a secret kit, it, it should be just Xander because it never made any fucking sense anyway how they conjured up this brother of Victor's to have this bastard summon. It never made any sense. It should just be Xander. And hopefully that's what it is. I'm thinking Teresa did something because she was interested in Alex and she wants him to run tightly and get all the money. So maybe she did something. I can totally see that. Hopefully that's what it is, because she can't stand Xana no way. And she. I mean, she begrudgingly started to like Victor towards the end. But yeah, it's just, it's stupid. Yeah, like, like I said, like they write Alex like he's Charlie Dietz from Empty Nest. He's gross. It's been over a year, he's not working. Recast the air and bring back Ben if you got to, or ship Robert Scott Wilson off because it's not working. And I am so tired of them shitting on Phil. This is just another excuse for, you know, Phillip's not have to run tight and all that stuff. It's like, Isabella's dead. Bo is, Bo took some some goddamn uh, sleeping pills and he ain't woke up yet. Just, yeah, just let Philip run tight and let him get himself together, quit being a 40-year-old loser, let him stay sane. And just let him run tight and follow in his father's footsteps, because I, Alex being Victor's son is so fucking stupid. Because at the end of the day, him and Justin are still going to consider each other father and son. Victor's
0: dead and gone. Who the fuck cares? Well, and yeah. you know, said Tiggs. Maybe this is part of Teresa's thing, which, you know, I wouldn't put it past her and that would be delicious and soapy. And you know what? If it comes out that way, then I'm going to be dancing and singing on here. Because... No, no, that'd
1: be great because uh-huh. it, it, it makes sense. Yes. It, it's, it, it'd be kind of like a payback to Brady. Like, you ain't getting your grandfather's company. It's kind of a payback to Victor for fucking with her mama. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it it, it it makes total sense if that's what they're doing. Because other than that, I'm not I'm not understanding what's
0: wrong with not Like, let's say that's not what they're doing, then to me this would have been pointless when like you bring back Charles Shaughnessy and you've got Jen Lily back. And it's like if let's say Teresa's not pulling a con or a scheme, then it would have just made sense to go ahead and say Andrew was Victor's kid all along because everybody thought that that was andrew's father anyway because kimberly had fooled around with victor mm-hmm. and it's like move that along but you know I'm, i will hold out hope that maybe it is Teresa pulling a con because we're about to switch over to um what's her buckets uh oh my god i forgot her name emily o'brien we're about to switch over to her for the rest of the storyline very soon so maybe that is the storyline so do um, we know
1: what's happening to gwen
0: i don't know i'm, I'm behind on the show i'm um, behind
1: too i'm hoping gwen gets like just uh, she needs to be taken in the middle of Port Town square and stoned to death
0: well alan i know that i saw a clip before i got caught up that she was like oh Chris and i already knew they were sucking each other off um What's going on with Gwen right now, Alan, while Tix and I are behind?
2: I don't watch those scenes. I'm a little behind as well. Oh, well, oops. Okay, everybody moving
1: the around. It's just, because like, it's just, it, it's ridiculous at this point. We don't need so any more ridiculous. long, we don't need any more long lost to Maris. We don't. Stefano had enough children. He had enough grandchildren. We don't need any more. Y'all shouldn't have killed off Benji. Y'all shouldn't have killed off Lex. Like, we don't need any
0: more. No. No. And it's like. like... These storylines, though, if you want to do these stories, pay attention to your history. You know, you bring on Dimitri von Leuchner. Okay. Call up Crystal Chappelle, who I allegedly heard was not even called up for the whole Victor funeral thing. Allegedly don't know if that's true i just heard that on. oh the i show.
1: believe it i believe it fuck you Abelard. but
0: you no know, if you didn't call her up and if you don't want her to do it for whatever freaking reason which would be weird because she's one of the best actresses in daytime history then call up gina Tognoni to play carly because it's like to me this story would have worked so much better if carly would have been here yeah and, and a, then it goes. Then it, it goes back
1: it. to that to that age old um rumor that her and Deeper Hall can't stand each other and they ah! ain't never the canvas at the same time. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> you know. Oh goodness. But yeah, days is just it feels so rough all the goddamn time. It, it um, is. It's
1: just I, I. I just uh, and then like I said, the Harris and Ava thing and. Uh, like I like I, I watch days. and I, I, I'm trying, I'm trying, but just it, it just something like when they call Carly a fucking chocolatier, I say she a who? Oh, who? y'all must be talking about Carly Hershey, because you ain't talking about Carly Motherfucking Manning. Not Carly, not Doctor Carly Manning. Like it's just, and they and they know this. It's the little things that drive us nuts. So why do you do it? Why do you do it? Don't nobody pay attention to detail like a motherfucking soul thing. Just stop it. If you're going to do some shit like this, do your fucking research. I told myself, I said, you know what? The writers' strike is over. Starting in October, I'm going to try. Try to just watch one of my mom and NGH in days and just try to meet them halfway. I'm trying. But, ooh, they are not making it easy. Like you said, Casey, it's rough.
0: Well, speaking of other rough stories going on on days, Alan, what do you think of the whole? Sarah Horton mess, the mess she's gotten herself
2: into. Mm. Sarah knew who she laid down with. She knew that Xander shot Marlena, put the coin cage, stole a baby, which indirectly led to Haley tumbling down the stairs and dying. She knew who she let stick his dick in her. So why is she acting brand new?
1: I think the thing is, Alan. Xander and Sarah, they still have chemistry, they're still a popular couple, but we all know how Ronald is. He doesn't know fucking balance. He doesn't know what balance is. And it's just like, yes, Sarah knew who she was getting into, but I mean, it's not too far-fetched to not want your husband committing federal crimes once a month. Xander needs to evolve and grow the fuck up. He can still do shady shit here and there, but no more kidnapping people. No more trying to kill people and all this other shit. Like, no. Like, I'm over that with Xander. Xander needs to evolve. He can still be a scoundrel here and there and do little dirty smug shit, but within reason. Like, they like they don't... Think like, like, that's my whole thing because, of course, Sarah, a no woman, unless she just is trifling, gonna condone this shit. Oh. Oh, Xander, you... You little kidnapping
0: scoundrel. No, I guess for me, like, I don't necessarily, well, let me, I'll get this out. We'll see if it makes sense. I guess I really don't need for him to evolve in the sense, like, I don't need him to all of a sudden be Mr. Good Guy who occasionally does that thing. But I need, like, his plots, and this goes for really everybody on the show, I need plots to get smarter. Mm -hmm. You know, like, when we were having Stefano get Marlena possessed yeah it was batshit crazy but there was a smartness to it there was decades of a rivalry already there from when he killed Roman when Roman tried to take down his criminal organization you know like Stefano it was gothic sneaking into her room doing this blessing to make her the woman of the night and on and on and on it's like The shit they do is so sophomoric that Mm -hmm. it's like Days of Our Lives used to have some of the greatest villainy plots in soap history above Young and Restless, above General Hospital, because they were so calculating and took a whole year to complete. And now we get, you know, let's give six weeks plots and pretend that Sarah's the heroin whore who has never been okay with knowing who Xander is, even though she's walked down the aisle with him 16 times. Like, I'm over that. It's like Sarah growing
1: Right. It's like, we don't want Sarah being this self-righteous shrew, because that's what she is. And it's just, it's one thing. Now that the truth is about to come out, what I would want to happen, I want Xander to take her ass to court. I want Xander to take her ass to court with Kate's help. Because I want Kate to be ready to whip her fucking head off for cuck-holding her son. And she need to cuss Rex out for being stupid and pathetic. You're my child. And look at you. You are better off getting back with me. And
2: it's about think- the pot saying, like earlier we had all those druggings. Oh, Seven and EJ are back and forth drugging each other. And it's, that's so, so fucking stupid.
1: And have we figured out the whole Gabby thing yet? Because I know Camilla's done. It. Are they recasting? Or are we going to get some cockamamie-ass reason no. Stephanie and Gabby break up?
0: I mean, there was that casting call put out around the Alar scandal, like a week before Alar scandal came out. And it sounded very Gabby-esque, but... I don't know. There's been like no specific confirmation because you know, Brenda Barish was like, no, they're not recasting, but then that casting call came out. So I guess we'll see 15 years from now.
1: So we'll see. I just, um, and, uh, oh, go ahead. No, I just one more thing. I just they need to solve the Born Hope issue they need to. you can't promote the return of your signature supercumper and then you give the fans the worst back from the dead story in soap is the worst I don't give a damn what's going on behind the scenes I don't give a fucking peacock gotta put their motherfucking foot down But something needs to be done and this needs to be resolved. Bo can't just languish in a coma at 65 years old forever. This is ridiculous. Try to get Peter Wickel back. If Peter is ready to like chill out and just retire or whatever, that's fine. Recast.
0: All righty. The man has spoken. Okay. Um, Alan, final topic for Days of Our Oh, lives. wait, wait, wait. And
1: hold on, hold on.
0: Before oh. all
1: any of the listeners, I'm not saying I heard anything about Peter wanting to retire for acting. I'm just saying if they run into any hiccups or bumps, work it out.
0: Great. Thank you, Tiggs.
1: Well, no, I'm just saying because you see all the Psycho Born Hope fans on Twitter every motherfucking day. And I just don't want them in my mentions, because I love Bone Hope, too, and I've been loving them longer than y'all. I'll send you back.
0: Can you <laughs> Return back? to Cinder. Oh, Lord. Um, well, exclusive from Soap Opera Digest, of course, this came out a few days ago, but we had yet to discuss it, so... Days of Our Lives is beefing up its teen set by aging two legacy characters. Jamie Martin Mann has been cast as Tate Black, son of Brady Black, and Teresa Donovan. While Ashley uh, Puzimis has been tapped to play a teenage Holly, daughter of Nicole Walker and the late Daniel Jonas. Both actors will make their debuts during the week of October 9th. So, Alan, what do you think of the sore wrestling happening at Days right now?
2: Well, i are going to have some teas on the canvas. I wish we could get City to Bear was like a, a young twenty something, but apparently that's not happening, but whatever. But yeah, i kind of I kind of hate that we had, Daniel Jones has so many damn kids when he was such a horrible character. If they could retcon it that someone else was Holly's father, that would be great. Like they could say like oh the sperm um, donation thing and you went wrong and this guy is Holly's father. Because I fucking hate Daniel Jonas. He does not need to have. Three fucking children.
0: Well I you mean, know. That would be pretty old school. Soap you know. To bring uh, Holly and Tate together. You know finding out. Over the course of like a six month. You know psychological plot. Oh my life is ruined. You know my dad did. My dead dad isn't my father. You know that's very old school. Soap, so I wouldn't mind that. Um, Tiggs what oh, were you going to I cut you off,
1: I don't. Uh, I, I'm trying to think. I like Daniel's dead, so I don't mind Holly being Daniel's child. Ma- Maggie got another grandbaby. That's fine. Now, but they can't wear, Connor's motherfucking Parker. He needs to be Philip's son. Now that, yes, hell yes, um. <laughs> Not Parker Ford. I mean, well, well, yeah, because I mean, Parker. I agree with been you. back.
0: But you, you just threw part. We discussed in Tate and Holly. And you well, like- no, I'm
1: just saying because I, both, I mean, I'm just saying. You said Daniel Jones got to me. Um <laughs> it's, it's gonna be interesting to see Nicole with a teenager, and I want her to be a little bitch. I want her to treat Nicole the same way the tr- Nicole's raggedy ass used to treat back. I hated the way she treated her mother. Because Faye didn't do nothing to deserve that. And Nicole treated that woman like shit until the day she died. I want Holly to treat Nicole like shit. Um, I want take to be a little shit, too. Because, good Lord, his father is a man-child. I love Eric Marsaw, but just seeing Brady's petulant ass with a teenager.
0: But, um... I can definitely see the route, them going, like, you know, discussing Tate's Inheritance. And yeah, they have really, they have a lot of story they can do with these two. Like, yeah, they've got a million stories because of how effed up their parents are on both sides. I love this. I think this was. Yeah. And
1: I, and I think, and, and they could both be two messes and they can both have their Achilles heels. Holly can have her grandma Maggie, and Ted can have his grandpa John. Those are their Achilles' heels. You put them kids in those scenes with Suzanne Rogers and Drake Hogan, and the whole, the whole fandom will love them, if they can act. So you know, I mean, I'm cautiously yes. optimistic about it because the whole fraternity thing with Cole is about to blow up, and I would just love Holly being like. God, mother, you're 50 years old. You finally got pregnant and you don't know who the father is. Not 15 years old Like, my you? God. Mother, were you drunk on martinis again when you slept with Eric and EJ? God. Well, I want that. I want her to be a rude little bitch. That's what I want.
2: Oh, Lord. <laughs> no, sweetie, it was a drug biscuit.
1: <laughs> this is going to be such a mess. I love it. Because that's why I was, if it was written like that. And yeah, and shit, shit. Because I'm like, who else did they bring on to be a spoiler, but Sydney is Tate's fucking cousin.
0: Exactly. And we don't need any and, more.
1: Right. And, and Parker is, is Holly's brother. So it's just like, oh my God, shit.
0: Well, I, I mean... You might have to go the old fashioned soap route and create a new character. You know, you're going to have to. And honestly, and this might really shock Alan, because I usually advocate for digging into the past, but make it a character who's not tied to anybody. You know, say that their parents have sent them to that Salem private school um, and they live in downstate Illinois and they're politicians. And there you go. And oh, that oh, it wasn't
2: related to anyone, and or... well, yeah, well, well, yeah, I guess she was related to her parents were already on campus when she came out. Oh, yeah.
0: Like, yeah, okay, well, Mimi wasn't related to anyone, exactly. So, you really got to go like the old school soap route and just create, um, you know, a whole new character for this teen set, which you know, that might do the show some good, honestly, because uh, I didn't mind who they Sorast when we did the 50th but it would have been nice to throw in you know some wild cards in there that weren't Jade who needed to be saved from the cult or mm. but yeah it's like create a really good old fashioned soap character and throw them into the mix with this new Sorast set yeah they're gonna
1: have to cause like I said they, they related to everybody else
0: Exactly. And honestly, that's Days of Our Lives problem. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, I can't uh, yeah. no wonder everybody started dating their cousins.
1: Yeah, unless <laughs> unless they wanted to sore ass Thomas.
0: I guess. I mean that's not a horrible choice.
1: Yeah, they they could sore ass Thomas. Um yeah. 'Cause he's not related to Holly. Uh, somebody else has a poor that they could sore ass. a daughter that's not related to
0: anybody. I'm sure there's somebody out there. Um Yeah. But I'm I'm excited. I think this is a really good decision. Um, you know, you get used to them. I think this is the perfect time for them to come on because we'll get used to them throughout the fall and the winter and then hopefully by the summer they can have their own big first story. But please, I caution Days, please don't do it like you did the teens from the 50th anniversary. These people do not need 16 storylines in their first year. I find that shit ridiculous. Because remember how Vivian Giovanni, no wonder she couldn't find time to act. She was on every goddamn day. And she had sixty-three stories thrown at her, like Sierra wasn't she like a drug addict? And then Chase came along, and then she was falling in love with grown men twice her age. And then Bo died. And, uh, like Frank, uh, don't forget that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that Chase came along because I look well, back. Huh? loud. Give her
1: loud. her a No, I, like, I, I will put that in the same vein as Frankie Frames murder. As that was that and Frankie were two of the most disgusting vile scenes I've ever seen on the soap opera ever.
0: Grandma Horton's couch. Like Right, right.
1: For Tom and Alice Horton's great granddaughter to get brutally raped by her stepbrother in their living room. NBC should have smacked the shit out of Dina Higley and Josh River for that bullshit. Yes, Josh, the North remembers, you will get your pink slip They should have come never working daytime again.
0: Taking off their belt and just...
1: <clears throat> cause The only good oh, thing right. them motherfuckers did do was kill
0: off what Well that is true. And that was actually a really good episode, that whole triple car accident. That was
1: oh, actually... it sure was. Especially when That's I knew true. that motherfucker was gonna die. Okay. I had my Reese's cups
2: and my confetti ready. And then they punished us for that by having them try about January for a year.
0: Yes. Oh yeah, and then you know, break. <laughs>
2: these
1: memories when he got his heart. Oh, I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I can't believe they really unleashed Daniel Jones on us for eight years.
0: like Just to kill him off after, you know, not having anything else to think of doing with him because he got 178 storylines as well. <sighs> and Beautiful. the only
1: time he was interested was he was mixing up with Kristen because Sean Christian and Eileen Davidson were hot.
0: That was actually really. Remember, yeah, the that's the
1: only time I didn't mind. them. like now if he fucks Christian, I might say he can stay. Okay, well, him and Eileen were hot.
0: It felt like we were back on on As the World Turns with him and Mara West. Like that shit was. That's nice. why I
1: always saying, like, they should have just made Sean Christian Mike Horton. Everything they did with him besides Dan, everything besides that, they <laughs> it. and it would have been, been so soapy if it was Mike. Imagine if Mike would have came home and started fucking Kate and Chelsea. Lucas would have lost his rabbit ass mind.
0: Jennifer, too. And then I've had to work so hard to submit him on canvas when none of his stories were working. Like, if they, I wish soap writers would understand that if you slap a name on somebody that we know, it goes a long way into us accepting somebody. It's uh, everything, but it helps. Yeah, like it doesn't. Like you said, Alan. Yeah, it doesn't get you a hundred percent of the way there, but it gets you quite a bit of ways. if you slap I a man. was going to
1: say, you, you see, it ain't Robert Scott Wilson nowhere.
0: Okay, because let me tell you, if you know, you would have told us that seventy-eight-year-old Molly was really Lulu out of that coma. That would have gone a long way, and Brooke Ann Smith might still be there. Speaking of which, for those uh, who don't know yet, yes, General Hospital has recast Molly again. Um, And also, Sasha confronted Gladys about her deceptions, and uh, yeah, uh, General Hospital so, Alan, let's go to you. What are you thinking about the current state of General Hospital and the fact that the show has recast Molly once again?
2: Four volleys in one year. That's like Kevin Buchanan-level volleys in just, uh, what, five months? <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous.
0: but yeah, Five or I'm, six months, yeah.
2: That's kind of ridiculous, but I'm happy to re- listen to fans and realize you can't have someone who's almost 40, older than me, playing 25, 26. New actress, Kirsten, whatever her last name is, is like 27, so that's good. She looks age appropriate. Jerry's still out. Will or not she's be good? Well, hopefully, she'll sit in the role nicely and they can stop in the merry-go-round. Because that's fucking ridiculous. And I hope they fucking end their surgery storyline because Molly doesn't need a fucking babe.
1: No. They're like, I don't know what they were thinking. First off, and and this is very be careful what you wish for. We've been screaming for years for them to give Molly and Christine something to do. This is not what the fuck we want. First off, (laughs) Kate Manzi, Manzi, I love you, boo. I've seen some of your clips. You're doing a good job, but you were unnecessary. Lexi Ainsworth was just fine. And then this Smiley situation. I'm like, y'all didn't give a fuck about Haley Pulos until about until y'all had to until she got into that situation. Cause I'm I'm up here rewatching uh Tia Mari's sitcom Instant Mom. And I forgot that Haley was on there playing a character named Molly. Yes, she, she was. She got more, she got more work in them 65 episodes of Instant Mom. Did she did in about seven years on this motherfucking show. I'm like, so that, that's what Molly had been doing when we weren't seeing her. TJ introduced her to some black folks. Oh,
0: okay. Because you know every GH star, if you don't see them on screen for a while, they're off doing a sitcom. Okay. <laughs> it happens every time. <laughs> um, but yeah. Even I'm- though I like that version of
1: Molly compared to GH version. The Instant Mom what? version of Molly was kind of ditzy and stupid and funny.
0: But yeah, like... I, I, I know I ain't never liked Molly. <laughs> either. I mean, Kate Mancy is doing a fabulous job. It's like, girl, you are not the problem. Keep your job, sis. Yeah, yes. Like, like but,
1: you yeah. are an unnecessary recast, but girl, we ain't made at you. Get your check, girl. Yeah. Lexi gonna be alright.
0: Well, and Kate Mancy, you know, she knows what's up. She's been in the game a long time. She's the Daytime Emmy nominee. Like, multiple times, like she knows. Even though, you know, if somebody was gonna surprise us with the recast of a long time character with Kate Mancy, I would have much rather preferred maybe a new Abby Newman on the Young the Restless, but whatever. Um
2: it looks like they're gonna put Christina ablaze. So uh, looks like Christina's gonna get some pussy. Yay.
0: Okay, <laughs> I liked it
1: because I like the actors that played blaze. That storyline was dirt shit, but Mark Teshner once again proving to us that he's Mark motherfucking Teshner. Because all I, I, I blame every horrible casting decision on fucking Frank. Because Mark Teshner is the best in the motherfucking biz, always has been. And me and that goddamn
0: Judy Bligh Wilson Small all my children. Okay. And then the OG, the blueprint, Joan Dinchaco, who found Susan Lucci, so. <sighs> but, yeah, I... Yeah. I'm happy that there is somebody age appropriate.
1: (laughs) What? You said that, like, you somebody introduced you to their ugly ass newborn. (laughs) Like, well,
2: yeah, I guess it's cute. Okay. I'm going to lightly touch her baby. Oh, I guess look at this little squishy head. Oh, what a cute little boy. That's a girl. Oh, hi, sweetie.
1: No. Oh God! No, for real. I, I thought he was gonna start spamming. Alan just go. <laughs> We're <When Kyleen laughs>
2: gonna <laughs> Oh, Mamie, I'm so happy you're back.
1: And they you know
2: It looks like you're cooked.
0: <laughs> anyway, um, yes, I'm so happy. As the announcer said, Kristen us. I'm like, I'm happy she's here. Welcome, um. Now, see, Alan, you pointed out the Buchanan on What Life to Live Out. My mind was on Jamie Frame from Another World. <laughs> um, Child,
1: my, 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 my mind was on Chris Hughes from After World Tournament. Ah, yeah. Chris
2: Hughes! You know, it about it was about 93 of them motherfuckers.
0: Same with Tom
2: Hughes, same with Tom. <laughs> I think the new actress is Greek and not Hispanic, so,
0: yeah. Yes, Kristen Baganos, as the announcer loved to say. Um but yeah um it's great that they have a new Molly but yeah I agree with my co-host like let's get Molly out of this storyline let's change directions like they're kind of pivoting for Christina getting some cat which I'm super happy about I love Blaze the actress is great um but yeah I I just General Hospital I know Rome wasn't built in a day, but it's really going to have to figure out what it wants to be. Um, because I know a lot of people disagree with me here, but I continue to hold water that I think the show has had an identity crisis for a long time. I know the well, show was yes, is-
1: even back when I was there, yes.
0: I know that the hospital is very prominent, and that's why people disagree with me on that. But the show has an identity crisis. It does not know what it wants to be. I will say, when it comes to all the soaps, B&B does not have an identity crisis. It knows that it wants to be this fluff piece with no real storytelling because it's been that for 10 years now. Well, and it's kind of always been that. It's just a very watered-down version of what it used to be. Um, The Young and the Restless, I don't think the Young and the Restless has an identity crisis. I think the Young and the Restless has a crisis of where it wants all of its characters to fit into the canvas. Um, But I think General Hospital has an identity crisis because it's like, do we want to tell prison crime stories? Do we want to tell hospital stories? Do we want to tell music stories? Like, I'm sorry, it can't all work. It can all come together. I know soaps are shows. You've got 250 episodes a year. You tell multiple different stories at once. That's fine. But I need the show to kind of settle down, take a deep breath, and pick which lane it wants to be in. Because when the show was the crime show, you know, when it was General Mobsters, there was no identity crisis. It knew full on what it wanted to be. Ron did not have a crisis for his whole time there, it kind of creeped in the last 16 months, but not the whole time. He was very hospital driven with a little bit of crime added in with Ava and Sonny. But the show to me is not on solid ground. No,
1: it's, it's too many fucking characters on the canvas. And then you're, you're, you're having Blair Kramer and Jackson Montgomery pop in and all this other shit. And it's just like, you know, Frank, you doing too motherfucking much. You're doing too much. We don't need. We don't need Port Charles to feel like a real city. Stop it with the seventy-five fucking cast Stop it. A good fifteen of them motherfuckers need to go. And I'm saying, and they need but- to fix a certain thing named Caroline Spencer. Carly's probably the easiest motherfucker to write for on that fucking canvas. Go back and look at those Sarah Brown and Tam Brown tapes. Hell, go back and look at Laura White's first five years on the show. You can't, I, I know he part, you know, he helped create the character. But goddamn, Robert, Robert Goose Jr. the only motherfucker that know how to write this fucking character. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Garen Wolfe didn't know how to write her. Ron didn't know how to write her. James Shelley didn't know how to write. Her. Chris and Dan don't know how to write. Which
0: is so sad Dan because Ron Ron came so close. Ron came so very close when he brought Sean Canaan back. Yep. And yep. we had this resurgence in Laura Wright, not only yep. in performance, but in character. And then AJ and Carly
1: should have been the
0: next Alan and Monica And could have been. And could have been. They should be on their third wedding by now. <laughs> like <laughs> Uh, but instead, here we are, you know. Carly but, but no, you
1: you turn Carly into a fucking camp.
0: Yeah. And we it's don't like, want to see
1: it's, that. It's so tone deaf. It's so tone deaf. It's like, I really want to ask them who do you think the character of Carly is? Just fiercely loyal. No, 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 no. Not what you've been telling the fans for the last decade. Who do you think Carly is? Because that's G.H.'s big problem over the last decade, too. You always tell us who these character is, but you don't show us. Like, yes, when they talk about Carly, the essence of Carly is still there when they talk about the character. But then Laura Wright gets on the screen and it's a totally different story. They pulled the same bullshit with Jason and Sam. They would have everybody on the damn campus waxing poetic about Jason, Sam. But a lot of times they did not show us why we should want Jason and Sam together. Sam lost her entire identity to that man. Why should we want her win? Why? Don't tell us, show us. Cause back in the day, they showed us why Carly was the way she is or why she would react a certain way. And it's just like now, she reacts to things, but it's like Carly shouldn't be reacting like that at 53 years old with a kindergarten and two grandbabies. It's like they've regressed her so badly. It's like, you can't turn her into Sarah Brown's car. And especially when there's no repercussions. Yes, Sarah Brown's car, was yelling and shrieking and doing all that. People people were checking her and knocking the fuck out of her. She would have Brenda or or Monica or uh, uh, Brock
0: or Alexis
1: dragging her. I used to love those things when Nancy Lee wanted to tell Sarah Brown,
0: little girl, little girl, Don't play with me. And, you know, Carly would give as good as she got. You know, she would hand it right on back. And we loved that because, you know, I don't know about you all, but like my type of soap feuds are you get a hit, I get a hit. Yes.
1: And this shit with Carly
0: and Nina, Carly getting all the damn hits. Like Mm
1: -hmm. they are really trying to vilify Nina for reporting the crime. Yes, she did it out of pettiness and spite, so the fuck what? Because the only thing that's going to happen is oh, Willow's going to be mad at her again. It ain't like she did anything illegal. Nina can't go to jail for it. She reported
0: a crime. Like, the what kills me is the SEC already had eyes on Carly and Drew. Like, how long were Carly and Drew watching their backs, you know, like at that fall festival last year or Christmas tree, whatever it was, and, you know, him sneaking in to bake cookies with her and eat her cookie. And, you know, they were always like, oh, the SEC is watching. Like, the, what kills me They were going to get found out anyway. The SEC was already spying on them. Like Nina just kind of handed them on a silver platter. Um, And then, like I said, this is not real life because if it was real life, nobody
1: would ever fucking find out that Nina did it.
0: Exactly. It was an
1: anonymous tip. Anonymous, yeah. And and Nina would just keep her fucking mouth shut for it.
0: Exactly.
1: But no. They're going to go through all this bullpen Sonny's wedding. Laura White is going to come in with that smirk and that snarl dressed to the nines to shriek for four episodes in a row. And,
0: and then her- like, why, should Sonny a- even- why should her. Sonny
1: even be mad at her? Why should Sonny be mad at her? Yeah. It- it's like, if Sonny really changed, he hadn't common kind of sense. People he tell her like, well, shit, after what you did to her, I probably would have did it too.
2: You lied to her about both her kids. So? Oh, but well, Alan, I probably going to yell at Nina. There's multiple people yelling at her. Probably Jocelyn, Olivia, Drew.
0: And then, you know, Nina will be like, I am so sorry. <laughs> um, But Alan, what do you oh, think? Oh, of I right? can't wait till Lois gets back.
1: Lois, take your man back, girl. I love Lisa Lucifer, but Olivia gets on my fucking nerves because they act like they can't write sure. her no other way than being an irritating, busybody-ass, know-it-all shrew. And you Lisa is so, pussy. And, and Lisa is capable of so... Like, Olivia's first couple of years, the way she would get in everybody's face and, oh, I ain't doing that. I loved Olivia. I'm like, okay. I like a hood, bitch. Okay. But like you said, Adam, like... She turned into a Carly apologist and all this other bullshit.
0: You know, and that killed me because nobody used to give Carly the business a few years ago but Olivia. Like, Olivia always used to, like, Carly, don't you do that. Like, Carly, don't go there. And
1: and, and that's the thing, though, Casey. I don't mind her and Carly being friends, but let her be the friend that's going to get in her ass like
0: Carly. She used to be. Yeah, like, like, don't don't be like that, girl. when that whole thing was going on with Kate's DID, Kate and Connie, you know, Olivia was first in line to tell Carly, stay out of it. Like, it is none of your damn business, Carly. And then they would go out for a cocktail. And it's Carly like, needs
1: a damn friend
0: like that. Carly needs To a hold friend. her accountable, yes.
1: Yeah, not somebody like Jake, well, what, well, Jason held her accountable. But no, fuck all that Counting to Ten shit. Bitch, you 50 years old.
0: Yeah, she needs somebody to- fucking motherfucking ass down. While getting in her ass, like she needs somebody to give her the business who doesn't mind sharing a cocktail with her once in a while. And then it's
2: oh, Carly, people oh, like, love Carly. Oh, and it's, it's like, fine, no, Carly, you do bullshit. Oh, it's bullshit
1: because nobody liked Carly but the people that fucked with her. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like Luke was her, her uncle, and Luke told her to her face, Bitch, I will kill you. I, yeah. if you hurt my sister
0: I'll never forget those things oh shit. scared scared the dog mess out of her like uh, huh. and now that the wider strike is over yeah, yeah they got to dress
1: Bobby. and that's just no thing and I hate not Michelle by John, girl I'm sorry girl it's just now the first thing that pops into my head after the initial shock, like, yet another reason everybody's going to feel sorry for Carly. And I'm just like, like, how how did Carly turn into Jessica Buchanan? Oh. The perpetual, like, you know, victim. Everything just happens to her while she's screeching the whole fucking way like a fucking banshee.
0: Because of recast and fifteen head writers later, because <laughs> I know, I know when Laura Wright goes on her vacations, she probably
1: barely won't talk. The way they be having her yelling that damn studio, she probably be <laughs> telling West, she probably be texting his ass. Can't a little tea, thank you,
0: baby. Yep, drink plenty of tea.
1: <laughs> shit, because even I, I know even Laura is like because Laura is a consummate actress. She's a professional, and I know even sometimes some of the shit. They be having Carly saying do it, she just like she going to say huh. that? Because high. That's stupid.
0: I, it it's is stupid Because the, the character rest. would never
1: do that. Yes, Carly would appreciate that Bobby left Kelly to her, but Carly gonna hire somebody else to do that bullshit. Carly not doing it.
0: Carly and her blazers with Like her you hair. can
1: all you can all you can kinda you could we don't like it. But you can understand why Sharon. Is that crimson life because that is that's part of her history? Well, yeah, she part found of her it. story. Yeah, but it's and like Sharon,
0: Carly- when in doubt, Sharon always goes back to her small town.
1: Yeah, so we get that, but it's like not Caroline Benson from Jacksonville, Florida.
0: No, ma'am. Bullshit.
1: <laughs> not 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 that trailer park trash. Like no, ain't she no motherfucking way.
0: Up in there getting somebody's tater tots and coffee.
1: I, if anything. Carly would be trying to get a a, a, a a somebody to help her turn Kelly's into a goddamn like into a franchise or some shit her like that. Her nightclub. <laughs> okay, because okay. remember Tamar Brown's Carly had Zella yeah. up on the Uh-huh. Now that's that's Caroline Benson. Exactly. I'm just like yeah. <laughs> because I know even Laura realized sometimes like yeah, these motherfuckers don't write me the way Bob did.
0: The writing for her has always reminded me of the pack years of Reva on Guiding Light. It's just, it's like the character is there in moments, but then so untrue at its core. And it, like, let's just throw everything at the character. Rapid speed, you know, you get every single storyline. Soap opera history. And it's just like, no, like, Carly to me is not Erica Kane or Victoria Lord or Nikki nope. Newman. And, and it's like, she can't have every story thrown at her. Like, you know, by the end of all my children, it's like, Erica, you were married 10 times. You had 83 affairs. You fought off a bear. You had every disease in the book. Yeah. No, no. Carly. Is, but like, Carly, Carly is doesn't it. work.
1: Like, that. Yeah, she Carly doesn't work that
0: way. She has to be a very specifically themed character, like Phyllis on *Why*. Yeah, she. I know we're over. She needs to be.
1: She needs to be Sammy. Yeah, like I I know we're over.
0: Sometimes, but like, what Phyllis is doing is not out of character. It's just stupid for her to be doing it. But it's not out of character for her to be doing this. But like Carly is so out of character, like to the point. I feel like it's the networks interfere. Like, I don't know if it's like Nathan Varney or people before him or whatever, but it just feels as though they said Carly needs to be the center of this show at some point. I don't care how you get her there, just get her there. And how they got her there was given her every single storyline ever, and it doesn't work. And and even with
1: the storylines, Casey, she's not held accountable for the things she's done. not and, it's, and so... it's just like, what was the point Yeah, of her lying about Nina and Willow if once Nina got her lick back, it was going to blow up in her face? Exactly. It's like, that's not a good route. It's a one-sided rivalry. Even when Nina does get her lick back, low, we all know at the end of the day, the queen of Port Charles is going to triumph. And that's not good. Yeah, People are still allowed... To like not like Carly, yeah. It's like the, the only person in town. Well, no, the only people in town that are not like Carly are people we supposed to see as villains, like Gladys or or Nina or Ava, or or, or besides the one in the motherfucking own Tracy Angelica. Because <laughs> I tell you, any motherfucking time Jane Elliott would tell you to your motherfucking face. Tracy wouldn't do that, and I'm not. And that's why that's my motherfucking girl. Because I'm pretty sure they didn't try to have Tracy do bullshit over the years, and Jenny be like, <laughs> "You can call Brian Franz, you can call Mickey Mouse, goddamn it, because I ain't doing it, and it don't get done." Exactly. Like Tracy Cordemaine and Scotty Ball were not the only two goddamn characters that ever kept their foot, their feet, on Sonny and Carly's necks. Justify yourself. And I know one motherfucking thing, Frank. When it's time to honor Jackie, Kim better be in that motherfucker. I know that. But they like to play fast and loose for him.
0: Out of all the things going on in General Hospital, there is one thing that ought to make us happy because I know that I have been ecstatic over it and can't get over it. And that is, is that Joss has helped Trina pack for New York City And Spencer has revealed that Baby Ace is fine, so they are a go. And, of course, we know from Soap Opera Digest that it is finally happening. After 54 years, Spencer and Trina are finally going to make sweet love. So, Alan, let's go to you. What do you think of Spencer and Trina's New York City adventure coming to us?
2: Happy tree is going to get nine inches day to all those to celebrate well, so yeah
0: you, wow it's, you came out with the inches and everything
2: okay well I just assume Spencer's about nine inches he looks like a nine inches type of man but yes did it's, 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 you fucking years <laughs>
0: god I just that made me think didn't we have a podcast at one point titled nine inches minimum no, it ten that, inches minimum Ten inches, okay, yeah. I was like, we. I don't think there's to... ten inches. He's nine inches. He. He's I don't a... know, it's
2: his first time. I don't think she needs ten inches. It's already gonna be a struggle of nine inches. And you know, I, I, I
1: love how Alan is so specific about the inches. Like, well, you know, that's a little too big for
2: training. You I know, ideas.
0: Officer Rory was just six with a cute little curve up, but Spencer, yeah, he got it all.
2: And Ford probably didn't shave his balls, but Spencer's balls are pristine.
0: Oh, you know he, honey, you know he's been manscaping for this trip. I can already tell. You know he is as light as a feather down there. Oh, Lord. But I'm. Yeah, I'm to gets
2: me singing bass. <laughs> the first thing <laughs> she's going to see in person.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> but yes, happy Sprina will finally fuck day to all who observe, like myself and Alan and Diggs. Um but Alan, what do you think this means for the couple going forward? In all seriousness, where do you see the story direction going?
2: Hopefully they'll stop asserting Esbey into everything and they can get a new conflict for them. As I'm tired of them talking about the fucking baby, they need to fucking find a permanent recast or Nicholas so Nicholas can raise that baby. Call up Jordy Valsuso or you any doing? other dark haired forty five year old and keep pushing. Okay, because Jordy is ready.
1: Jordy quote tweeted somebody that said that, he said, "Bitch, hire me, please." Shit.
0: Okay, he said, "I don't, I don't want to hold the picket sign no more. I want to hold uh, the when, when, when I tell
1: you, if I was Jordy, I would have been sending Frank all type of like baskets. You would have called me Brie v- v- Vandercamp in this motherfucker. I would have been sending him all type of baskets and telegrams and
0: all my children and, all and got him like shit. reels and. <laughs> You know, like, hey, remember when I said hi to you in the luncheon? Remember when okay. we shared that?
1: Hair out at a fan event.
0: Please hire me. Please. And
2: start- he has a new baby, start- so he needs money to pay for diapers.
0: Oh, that's well, true. A-
2: a- Alan always the one that got to put out so many bins. Like, we know he does have a
1: crack addiction, so, you know, he's going to need a few kilos.
0: Alan is like, the only money he got is the Young and the Restless. Prospect Park ain't paid nobody. So... <laughs> you know, he gotta get out there and find a job. Find a J-O-B. I don't um, know what his wife does for a living, so hopefully I don't have money to work with kids. Honey, and that's just it. We don't know what his wife does because Jordy might say, I'm fine over here drinking my Merlot being a house husband. Um, he might be Brie camp, like Tiggs said. <laughs> um, But Tiggs, what do you think of Sprina finally getting their time to shine? <laughs> It's about
1: goddamn time, cause hell, Joss and Dick's been fucking out, been running like farm animals since New Year's last year. <laughs> um, like I said, I'm gonna get back in the GH, um, cause I know, and I'm not tooting my own horn, but I know there are a few of my followers that miss my tweets, and oh, I'm, I'm coming back, y'all. I took a damn near six months' sabbatical, but I'm telling y'all. Yes, and bringing me back. But the top reason I'm coming back got 10 inch nails, and she's from Bensonhurst. That's that goddamn little Cirillo. Might you say like that, Bensonhurst?
0: Shit. Sounded like, you know, a Superman civilian worried about the next Dylan on I, there. I, I
1: can't wait to hear her say Nettie or Brookie hmm. and be a bitch to Tracy and grand at Sonny. And fuck with Olivia.
0: I don't know. Like, Tiggs, what you're saying right now just has me playing the Faces of the Heart theme song in my head. I'm like, ugh, it's gonna be that, good. has
1: that's what it needs to be. Yes. Yes. And please, please let her be a Nina fan. Yes! Oh my because, God. Because Noah's saying, like, none of no damn car. Because, <laughs> because Robin and Brenda are her girls. She ain't like no motherfucking Carly, so
0: she they yeah. better not
1: have her come on kissing Carly's ass.
0: I don't want her coming up to you know Carly and Carly going, "Oh my God, Lois, how are you?" It's like,
1: like no,
0: no. Return I want to, to be th- a
1: scene. I want to be a scene when she see them at the Savoy. Carly and Olivia have having drinks. She's like, hmm. of course, y'all are friends. <laughs> <Love Carly. laughs> shit!
0: Oh goodness. But yeah, um, we'll see if G.H. turns it around. Um, But I think that the best thing on the show right now is by far Sabrina finally getting, finally getting. And like
1: I said on, also I said on Twitter, Avery Pole is a good actress, but it's time to kill off Esme. It's time y'all had y'all chance to give her a decent redemption story after making her pay for what she did and you didn't do it. Nope. Let her go crazy and let Trina kill that bitch and let us move
0: on. They skipped the steps. It's like, you know, she could have found her newfound path with the amnesia, but, like, this whole let's not have Esme pay for anything. Yeah, they could
1: have locked her in Ferncliff and Heather could have tortured her for a couple of months and it could have been an accident that led to the amnesia or something. Like, she should have paid a little bit. Amnesia is not,
0: like... Say shit like trina should be allowed to speak her fucking mind i don't get this whole trina needs to constantly be you know no i'm not gonna say anything to her no the bitch ruined your life amnesia or not tell that bitch off her like and also should have beat esby's ass yes like i'm tired of trina having to take the step back but you know then again portia says something and People on Twitter go insane. Portia's the worst character ever. I don't get why she's a villain now. Oh, she's Helena Casadine, And it's like, all because she told off Anna? Okay. miss me with that.
1: Oh, that pissed me off. It's like, oh, well, no, it's not. No, no, it, it's that. Yeah.
0: Because
1: if a white character said that to Anna, y'all wouldn't have said shit. And Portia wasn't even that bad in those scenes. They act like she just called in and everything, but a child of God.
0: Somebody called. Somebody said Portia was ableist because she didn't let Curtis make that decision.
1: Fuck Curtis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like Kurt, Curtis has been breaking that woman over the coals. He would be glad that she's still letting him stay in that house.
0: Exactly. But Portia goes to get her look back one time, and all of a sudden, you know, she's the worst thing out there since. uh Claudia Zakara. That's fucking
2: Porsche like, stabbed mm. Anna and the tit. Not
1: the tit, Alan. It's just like, and it's also just because it's Anna, because when Portia first came on the show, and she was being pissy towards Ava, y'all didn't do all this. All because it's Anna. Look, I adore Fanola Hughes. That is my British Scorpio auntie in my head. But like, Anna is not above reproach. Let's stop that bullshit. For Anna,
0: too. Anna's my, in my top five favorite all-time GH. Get yeah, like here. because
1: it's like, we dragged the fuck out of her over Peter. So why she can't get dragged over this?
0: Exactly. And it's just like...
1: Yeah. Oh, it's, it's okay if like you got dragged over Peter some... because
0: we all hated Peter. Well, that's true. It's just like some GH characters... Not characters. Lord, some GH fans, some Most people who listen to this show, some GH fans. It's like they want the best for the show, but then they hate it when the show goes into conflict. And I'm like, no, these characters have to fight with each other. They can't all just be peaceful and happy and get along. No, these characters fight with each other. Now I well, side these with are, these are the
1: same people that, that, that refuse to accept a recast.
0: That's true. That's these true. are the same
1: people that think like Tyler Chris was still supposed to be Nicholas, although that that young man He's to focus on his health and his life. They still want, uh, you know, Johnson Jackson to be lucky, even though he's in fucking Ireland making luck charms Well, With Lisa Voltage on them damn children. They still want Julie Marie Byrne to be Lulu, even though she probably don't even want to go to the fucking show back no more. They don't want to move on. They don't want to give, um, that little boy, they don't want to give Adam Huss a chance. I'm like, Adam Huss is just fine.
2: Shit.
0: That boy. Honey, he is a fine actor and a fine specimen because, ooh, Lord, no, I he's seen... not going to
2: be permanent, Nicholas. No way, because if they wanted him to be permanent, Nicholas, he would be on contract. Period.
1: And that's just so stupid. Get you know,
0: like, I, you know, I really, think, part of I what t- really t- think he
1: can he can flourish in that role if they let him.
0: He really could, but you know, it's part of what you're saying, Tiggs. It's they let G H lets fans back them into a corner every time and sometimes it's warranted and sometimes it works like you know that's how we get a new Molly but other times it's how shit flies off like you know we can't have a story now because Adam Huss is once again shelved for playing Nicholas because let's be real we all know the show is looking for somebody else to play the role so it's ridiculous it's just like it's the same people who led to it, you know, being Kate Mancy getting recast as Christina, even though Lexi really didn't need to go anywhere and said she was more than willing to play the story. Like, it's bullshit like that. And I'm over it. Like, GH caters to the audience, to a f- fraction of the audience that doesn't make sense. Because I will say, you know, the people I follow that are GH fans, they are the people who GH needs to be listening to. They yeah, are the they- like, where, yeah, like, they make sense. Why the fuck has Brena taken two years to have sex when they are the show's hottest young couple? Why the fuck do we have 67 characters? Why the fuck do we not have Lulu woken up? Like, those are the GH people I follow. <laughs>
1: and, 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 and I'm awake wake it up, and I don't give a damn. Why hasn't Robin been recast?
0: Yeah, where Ethan Regal is right there.
1: Right there. Kimberly And and before y'all get to starting, y'all squawk. Kimberly is fine directing. She does not want to do this full time anymore. And it is ridiculous that Robin Scorpio is nowhere to be found. It's ridiculous.
0: Especially with all that's going
1: on with her mother. Yes, it's ridiculous. Same thing with Sammy Bray. Get over. Like, these shows, at this at this point, these shows have nothing to lose. You really think, oh, Sammy Brady getting recast going to get days canceled? Do you really think Robin Scorpio getting recast going to get G.H. canceled? No, the fuck it is. Let go of your fucking fantasies
0: and move the fuck on. And, you know, if you find somebody confident, it's like we were all screaming on Twitter, why are they recasting Taylor out of the wild and beautiful? And look at that. Krista Allen has one of the biggest fan bases the show has seen in the past five years. It's like to the point where nobody wants her to leave now in that role, even though Taylor all of a sudden decreased in age by 28 years. But whatever. Um, But no, it's like Krista is fabulous and that Krista Allen should go to show that a recast can still work of a longtime character and still be very successful. Yeah, I mean, we
1: have plenty. Stacey High Duke. She yep. came and replaced Eileen D. motherfucking yep. Davis. Katie McClain. Jennifer Horn, was, yeah. Like, goddammit, Melissa Reed's stank ass was on that show <laughs> for 35 years. <laughs> Katie McClain was on that bitch for two commercial breaks and won a motherfucking interview. Go argue about it with your man. All it takes is the perfect recast. Yes, there are a handful of characters that cannot and should not be recast. The motherfucker, Robin Scorpio ain't one of them, and Samantha Jean Brady ain't
0: either. You know, a lot of these people were recast themselves. That's what kills me. It's like, Wally Kurth wasn't even the original Ned on General Hospital. That was Kurt McKinney. It's And, you know, look at Angelica. Yeah, that was a short-term character in the long run on Days of Our Lives, but Jane Elliott was insanely popular in that role, and then Judah Chapman comes along. It's like recasts happen in this industry because not they're supposed to, and all of a sudden, fans don't. Okay, Casey.
1: Casey, we do have some exceptions
0: now. Oh, of course, we do. I don't
1: you can, sometimes Josh you can't away. go home back, you can't go back home again because we learned that with David Time. Well, because Billy I'm, Miller came I'm, along, I'm, rest in peace, baby. He came along and said, Oh, bitch. This is my world,
0: just like what as the world turns. Like Josh Taylor in the world of Roman, unless it's with Cade, and because I don't like that plastic surgery face of his. But um, and what Tom tried to do the Billy Miller mannerisms. Tried to
2: do the Texas lisp, Vicky. We yeah. don't you know, like
1: what as the world turns. Like Scott Bryce came back and Hunt Block was like, "Oh no, babe, no babe."
0: Oh, and then there was that weird, <laughs> remember that weird Craig in the middle of them? Jeffrey Meek, wasn't that his name? I did him. He was I hot. Didn't
1: him. I didn't mind him because like John Lestrom, a line, John Lindstrom, but John Lindstrom was just like a same version of Ryan Chamberlain.
0: Because yeah, he's but...
1: like, yeah I, didn't, I didn't mind Jeffrey <laughs> Meek. Stuart Damon and Frankie Brady as mobsters.
0: Um, <laughs> Lynn, Lynn Herring was playing Henry's mob, which I actually did like him. oh yeah
1: Audrey Coleman
0: that was actually good cast yeah that was actually they
1: were were both quirky and neurotic and goofy yeah
0: but that really gave I feel like that really gave Lynn like her time to shine because you know like listening to Lynn Herring's Soap Opera Digest interview when she was like yeah I went to go audition for Jill Foster like it just her soap trajectory makes so much sense like Mm -hmm. I adore her um but yeah, it's like recasts happen all the time. Like I I bring it up on Twitter all the time. I'm like, Kelly Massal can play Sierra on Days of Our Lives, and I promise the world will be okay.
1: Right. It's like Victoria Kongfal does not want to do this anymore full time. Like so should we not never see Sierra again unless she wanna come on for two episodes? That's stupid.
0: Exactly. And you know, I've mentioned it on the podcast before it's like Erica Slazak was not the original Victoria Lord. And in fact, Jillian Spencer was so popular that it allegedly had Agnes Nixon shaken in her boots. If she was going to kill Vicky off or keep her because Jillian had skyrocketed the popularity with Joe Riley by her side. And, and, you know, look, same with Jess Walton. My God, Jess Walton. Nobody ever thought that Brenda Dixon was going to leave the young and the restless again. And I mean, The same thing
1: with Another World. Like, I mean, Robin Strasser had that shit on lock as Rachel. And then Mm -hmm. who the fuck came? Victoria motherfucking wouldn't have been her Jericho. (laughs) And the rest was history.
0: You appeared like from a dream. It happens all the time.
1: God, I miss
0: another world. I do too. But anyway, we kind of got up. What were we even talking about? I don't know. Recast. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how we got here. Um but yeah, it happens all the time and it might seem earth shattering at first, but you know what? Y'all thought that Michelle Stafford was the only one who could play Phyllis. Gina okay. Tanya came and did the motherfucking thing for six years. Okay. And and, and, <laughs> and even
1: still it's like like with all my children, like Sarah Michelle Giller did exceptional work as Kendall. Yeah. But then here comes that motherfucking Alicia Minshew from the moment she said, hello, mother. And Erica knocked the shit out of her in that damn courtroom. We was on. It was on.
0: And you know what? By the end of it, I couldn't imagine anybody else playing Kendall. And to this day, I'm like, where is my Alicia Minshew? Like, I need her back on and, my screen. And when it comes to recap, even Bill Bell knew. We
1: all know the age story. 29 years ago. It took him four motherfucking tries for the short road with the queen sharing motherfucking case. Don't tell me shit about no motherfucking case. When we had uh, 83 Kevin Buchanans, 62 Tom Hughes's, 43 Molly lanson Davises, um, 19 Joey Buchannons, uh, 52 Chris Hughes's. <laughs> shit.
0: Oh, Lord. But, yeah, it's like the show must go on. Like, oh. But anyway, our show always goes on, so we will be back next week. But in the meantime, Tiggs, where can our listeners find you on the tweeter? The Bitmaster Master Part 2.
1: I'm going to make my grand comeback. Tweeting the soaps, talking shit, pissing people off in making people happy. No you are not <laughs> Victoria went almost had a fucking stroke when she
0: said that. I'm serious. She looked, she put her whole wind of pussy into it. Okay. Um, and Alan, what about you, my dear? Where can the listeners find you? On Alan's rapper.
1: I love Casey, don't you just love that's the only time he, he sounds happy on the podcast that we about to be done?
0: Right, because look, we break off this Zoom chat and he's like, "Uh, oh, you guys, I've got to go scream into a pillow. Good night. Um, You can find me on Twitter at underscore case 1999. You can find our show on Twitter at the chat underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at the chat show podcast. And like I mentioned, we'll be net, uh, back next week. So hang on to your hats, hold your horses, and we will see you then. Nice. That Tiggs, why you gotta be like
1: that? Oh, have a wonderful evening to everyone listening.
0: That's or morning, anyone you're, you're listening. listening. Not okay, Tiggs. Not you came on here like when Carrie Bradshaw was podcasting that first season. <laughs> oh Lord, good night, everybody. <laughs>